how great America is really depends on how rich you are. America may once have been the greatest, but today, America, we're just okay. American greatness is a myth. Mr. Reagan. The once great New York Times just released this video. This year, America slid on global rankings of corruption and freedom and dropped from a functional to a flawed democracy. Elections are tampered with. Water can't be drunk from taps. Citizens don't trust uniformed officers. Infrastructure is crumbling. And where a dual system is emerging when public services are for sale for the highest bidder. But we have freedom in America. And everyone's jealous or something. We got so caught up in the rhetoric about America being the greatest country on earth that we've long ignored the cracks in our system. And while a bit of patriotism is great, jingoism is dangerous, especially when it's built on old or fake news. America may once have been the greatest, but today, America, we're just okay. Yeah, you know what? Maybe they've got a point. The U.S. hasn't accomplished much, has it? America brought electricity to the world, revolutionizing the quality of life for everyone on Earth. America lit up the world with the electric light bulb, changing the landscape of every inhabited place on Earth. America has facilitated so many huge advancements in medical technology that I can't even begin to list them all, saving countless millions of lives everywhere on the planet. America brought every work of art and literature ever created to every corner of the globe through the development of the internet. America put that internet in the palm of your hand and connected the world with cell phones and then smartphones. America brought us clean, infinite energy by developing the nuclear reactor. America liberated Europe from the grip of the Nazis by entering World War II. America brought us the Ford Model T, the first mass-produced affordable automobile. America invented the airplane-powered flight that would eventually connect the world with affordable, astonishingly fast transportation. And America, of course, put a man on the moon. And we're getting a picture on the TV. I'm going to step off the limb now. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. This is, of course, a very short list of just a few of the accomplishments. To me, the greatest thing about our country is the American way, the capitalist democracy that creates opportunities for everyone to achieve greatness regardless of what caste they were born into, but also the traditional Christian values of the American people. The left may try to thwart us in our efforts to keep America just and ethical and safe, but so many Americans are so passionate about this country that it actually makes me a little emotional. Since starting this YouTube channel, I've been amazed at the passion that so many Americans have for reason, rationality, and traditional Christian ethics. I want to thank all of you, truly, for being the best subscribers on all of YouTube. Just take a look down my comment section. Good people, brilliant people with brilliant ideas, clarity of thought, and strong ethics. So on this 4th of July, thank you. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for being a part of all of this. Thank you for watching my show. All right, you know what? Let's talk a little bit more about the craziness of the left on this Independence Day holiday. (laughs) 
Thomas Jefferson is now being uncelebrated in Charlottesville, Virginia. This was Jefferson's hometown, okay? You know why they're uncelebrating him? Because racism, apparently. They are replacing their usual Jefferson Day uh, there in Charlottesville with a Liberation and Freedom Day celebrating the freeing of the slaves. And you know what? That's actually great. But maybe on a different day, Thomas Jefferson fought against slavery, you uneducated, unqualified, pathetic frauds. How were you ever elected to office? Please, people of Charlottesville, vote out these charlatans. In one draft of the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson condemned King George of England for his facilitation of the slave trade. The following are the precise words of Thomas Jefferson. He has waged cruel war against human nature itself, violating its most sacred rights of life and liberty in the persons of a distant people whom never offended him, captivating and carrying them into slavery in another hemisphere or to incur miserable death in their transportation thither. This practical warfare, the opprobrium of infidel powers, is the warfare of the Christian king of Great Britain. Determined to keep open a market where men should be bought and sold, he has prostituted his negative for suppressing every legislative attempt to prohibit or restrain this exorable commerce. And that this assemblage of horrors might want no fact of distinguished die, he is now exciting those very people to rise up in arms among us and to purchase that liberty of which he has deprived them by murdering the people on whom he has obtruded them thus paying off former crimes committed against the liberties of one people with crimes which he urges them to commit against the lives of another. Thomas Jefferson was a great man, obviously, and he should be respected as such. The politicians in Charlottesville should be ashamed of themselves. Leftists are also saying that the Trump Independence Day military parade is somehow a political rally. It, of course, is not. Have a look at what the left is saying. This was what something that the president saw. It was about bolstering himself up, looking like a dictator from another nation um, or a time that's forgot. This is nauseating, Chris, because this is not just obnoxious tackiness. This is actually dangerous. I think that Donald Trump styles himself a tyrant. What is the message Donald Trump is trying to send by rolling tanks down Constitution Avenue? Who is that message to? It's certainly not to tyrants because he likes tyrants. He loves tyrants. Is it to our friends? Is it to Western democracies who he doesn't particularly like? Or is it to us? Is it to the resistance in this country? I got tanks. I have this military armada. The message is a threat. John F. Kennedy had a parade like this. Eisenhower had a parade like this. It's not political. It's patriotic. But you know why they're saying that Trump's parade is political? Because it's patriotic. Patriotism is very much a Republican thing these days. Leftists are unpatriotic. They call patriotism nationalism, and then they conflate it with white nationalism, which it of course is not, and then they say patriotism is racist, because to leftists, everything is racist. You know what, lefties? Being unpatriotic is a choice you made. We did not force you to be unpatriotic. We didn't choose to have a monopoly on that particular value. That's all on you. So if Trump's patriotism is partisan, it's only because you have rejected patriotism. And you know another reason why the left is condemning this great patriotic parade as a partisan campaign thing? Because it's awesome. If people like the parade and it encourages them to vote for Trump, well then that's terrible, according to Democrats. But you know what also makes people want to vote for Trump? 
being a good president. And everything Trump does is awesome. Everything he does is making America stronger, richer, happier, safer. So if being awesome is inappropriately encouraging Americans to vote for Trump, mark him guilty. He's absolutely being awesome every day he's in the White House. But you know what, guys? He's not going to stop. No matter how much you cry about it not being fair, he's going to keep pushing toward lasting peace with North Korea. He's going to keep holding NATO to account, putting pressure on Iran, putting pressure on our trading partners to agree to fair trade deals, bolstering the economy, keeping unemployment absurdly low. He's going to keep cutting superfluous regulation, cutting taxes on the middle class, nominating qualified Supreme Court justices, making history by doing things like moving the U.S. Embassy in Israel to Jerusalem and stepping on to North Korean soil. He's going to keep being awesome no matter how unfairly it encourages people to vote for him. Happy Fourth of July. Good night. My fellow Americans, this Fourth of July weekend, we Americans will, as we do each year at this time, raise old glory a little higher, cheer fireworks, and remember the blessing we share as citizens of this great and free land. And as we celebrate our independence and pause to give thanks for our liberty, let us also remember that the freedoms we cherish are never more than a generation away from extinction. It's up to each of us to preserve, protect, and defend America's precious heritage. Some Americans have done just that in the battlefield, but all of us can do it each and every day. We can vote at election time, we can volunteer to help political campaigns for the candidates of our choice, as well as volunteer for work that's needed around our community. And we can simply raise our children well, do our jobs well, and live in God's light. Today, our economy is strong and growing. Our belief in peace through strength, which we kept despite many protests in Congress and elsewhere, is paying off. And there is, all the way around, a new realism on our relations with the Soviet bloc. But despite these accomplishments, I believe our eyes should be on the future and the accomplishments we have still to achieve. A big agenda, America's agenda for all of us to work on together. So, happy 4th of July, and until next week, thanks for listening, and God bless you.